We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know you want it on December the 23rd, ladies and gentlemen. It's Russell and Medhurst. One of those few days where the big fella is going to regret not coming into the studio. Even though... Even though... Little Eddie's got a story to tell. Chris Russell's at home talking to us through the magic of radio. Matt Essig is wearing some sort of Christmas concoction in the other studio. I, on the other hand, have just survived hail and monsoon rain, making the 40-yard walk from our outdoor parking lot across the street into the friendly confines of 1015 Half Street. And, Russell, I got to tell you, I am I am soaking wet. I am drenched. I'm hoping to dry out by the time the show is over. Literally, I pull into the lot. It's fine. I turn the car off. I grab my Pop-Tarts off the seat to my right and my keys. And literally, it starts hailing and monsooning like you would not believe. Huh. Now. So it wasn't doing that on your drive-in? No. Now, the best part is, because I reached into my bag to grab my Pop-Tarts out of the front compartment, I get out of the car, so that means that front compartment is open. I start to run, of course, because it's pouring, and I'm able to run. And I realize 70 steps into my run, that front pouch on my bag is open, and the only thing I'm worried about at that point is... A lot of the contents of the bag, no. Just one thing in the bag. Your Pop-Tarts. No, my Pop-Tarts were in my pocket. Oh. My beautiful four-colored pen. The Bic pen that has the four colors where you pull down each slot to get black, red, purple. Very 1982-ish. Stay off my pen, okay? But all I was worried about was that pen falling out of my bag. Because that's how I color code things during games that I'm broadcasting. Uh-huh. So if I'd have had to go buy another one of those for like three ninety nine, I'd have been like, I'd have been like hot. That's all I wanted to protect. Okay, you would have, you would have gotten a stocking of coal. That pen on Sunday morning. That pen is like my. That pen is like my little you know puppy dog, my little baby. Even though my children are grown, sort of, thirty one, twenty nine, and fourteen. But all I wanted to do at that point was protect that pen. Didn't how matter. The, how old is the pen? I don't know, nine months old. Well, what did you do before then? Uh, I had another multicolored pen. All right, so you can replace it rather easily. Yeah, but this one is this one is different. This one I like. Oh. This one is a little. This one's closer to me. 
So all I look the, <laughs> you, now you you bonded now, in 2022. Also remember, somehow Guerrero didn't realize that the bigger compartment with the computer in it uh-huh. was open too. Oh, and it's getting rained oh, no. on, the bag soaked. Oh no! So I came running under the awning here out in front of the building just so I could zip the bag up. And finally, but I, I knew one day I was going to pay the price. Yes. From paying for the outdoor lot instead of the underneath lot, which is like a hundred dollar difference. Is it that much? Yes, it's a hundred dollars more I, underneath. I, the, underneath I here, I pay like two thirty a month. So you pay one thirty a month, uh, roughly. It's eighty dollars then. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm at one fifty. Okay. I mean, it's it's probably on most days worth the difference. The problem is, is a day like today. Uh, yes, and today, today is the day I finally got burned by parking outside. Right. I don't mind cold. I can always put my hat on, my hood on, but the monsoon rain and the hail finally did your boy in. Here's what you also can't do: you can't do what I did on Monday morning, which is sleep in the in your car in the garage because you you don't have access to the garage for three hours like I did after the commanders. Uh, threw up all over themselves That's against good the Giants. Good point. I mean, because that would be pretty dangerous and cold. I mean, like oh, outdoor yeah. garage, sure. your outdoor parking lot, that type of thing. Uh, that would be pretty, uh, not only dangerous, but it would be pretty damn cold. That was that was the great thing about my situation earlier this week is I didn't have to worry about it being cold because, as you know, our parking garage is, is somehow well-insulated or well-heated or whatever it is. It's not... A, a, a problem at all, but that's why they charge us the big bucks, right? Uh, and I just throw around money recklessly uh, like it's going out of style on subscriptions that I don't watch uh, on a very regular basis, if at all. Uh, and on top of that, parking in a heated or indoor, if you will, garage. Well, good for you. You were able to sleep uh, just like you were tucked in bed for three hours the other day. Smart move on your part. You know, it has its benefits paying that extra $80 a month. Right. Um, but I can tell you, though, uh, it, it my feet are cold. My neck is cold because my hood is soaking wet. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I'll dry out by 12 noon. The other reason why you're going to regret not coming in the studio today is the junkies are getting hammered, as they always do. Yes. On this, on the last day before Christmas. So I've heard. The junkies holiday show. Uh-huh. The I food. there's lots of good food. The food is exquisite. <laughs> you know... Uh, so, I'm not sure, Matt. What what this thing that I ate? It's kind of in like a little burrito wrap, yeah. thing tortilla, and it tastes like barbecue inside this thing. This thing, it, whatever this is, see, because I can Russell can see me on camera. Nice. This thing is delicious. So what 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 is what would you say is in it? Beef and rice, or uh, beef, like a burrito? Type looks like thing? beef, some tomatoes, a little mm-hmm. sp- uh, shot of guac, I think. Okay. And the tortilla is flaky, nice and thin, and Attaboy. it is it is tasty. There's so, chips so the, down there galore, you know, chips and salsa galore mm-hmm. down there. So, so I mean, first of all, I rarely miss out on a good food drop. That's number one. Um, you know, especially working the hours that we work now, we used to miss out on them all the time when we would, you know, when I would work at 630 at night. You know, sometimes I wouldn't get here until 530 or whatever, and the food drop was already gone or just – Shredded, but now we kind of cross over shows, and sometimes we bring in our own food, bagels or whatever, or donuts. Um, and um, you know, so now we generally tend to hit 
all of the food drops or most of the food drops. I guess the only food drop that we would probably miss would be a Grant and Danny uh, type food drop because I don't know if Hoffman eats bad food. <laughs> so that guy uh, Hoff- is the healthiest guy uh, in this building. Uh, Hoffman and Al Galdi are like uh, inc- uh, just unbelievable. They eat like alfalfa sprouts for uh, cheat day. Uh, but anyway, um, so Grant and Danny, that would be the only one that we would miss, right? Because we'd hit JP and B, Mitch. We'd hit the junkies. We'd hit, well, Shane doesn't come into the studio, but we'd hit that too. We hit our own. We don't get food drops. We we pay for our own food drops because we're not special. We're not, you know, we're not big time. We are not big swing and you know what's. We are not big swing and silly. So we pay for our own food. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. But I'll... You know, looking outside, Pedro, uh, the rain just has literally not stopped since Wednesday night, number one. Number two, uh, it's mixed with, uh, I guess, a little bit of sleet and whatever, uh, and it's going to get colder. So I'm actually okay, you know, saving the calories because Lord knows I need to save the calories, number one. Number two, I've got to go back to the city tonight, right? I can't be out all day from six Caps, in the morning. You're going or to Caps game, right? And exactly. you know what? You got your way, Mister Selfish. Got my wa- Wait a second. Wait a you second. You got your now. way. Wait a How second. about this? Not Slow only down. did he get his way, Maddie, the Caps actually won the daggone game three to two in overtime, so they get the two points, right? Which is what I wanted. I and now Ovi, now Ovi, of course, is coming home tonight, hopefully to score eight oh one. Look, he again right, last night, just like. Just like against uh, Detroit, mm. Ovechkin had oh, massive chances in this absolutely. game. Goalies right now must look like Godzilla to Alexander absolutely. Ovechkin in the net. Absolutely. I mean, he's been great the last two games, and has not that he has nothing to show. I had a couple of assists last night, but I mean, but he has he has no biscuits in the basket, if you will, crazy. Uh, to show for it, which is so unusual. And if you go back to was it uh, – I guess it was Monday night where he had that high slot opportunity that we talked about earlier this week. Saturday night, he had a couple of chances too against the Toronto Maple Leafs. But yet, when you say I'm selfish, right, you're right. I was rooting for a chance at, to witness history. But there's, as you know, there's no guarantee, A, that they're going to win tonight. Number one, back-to-back, travel late night from Ottawa. There was a blizzard, snowstorm, whatever. Who knows what time they got home this morning. On top of that, right, there isn't going to be the normal probably juice in the building, you know, because it's Winnipeg. It's not Pittsburgh. It's not Philadelphia. It's not the Rangers. What wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop right there. You're Uh, you're, 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 You're killing Capitals fan right now. Capitals fan says it's Friday night, Chinatown, Alexander Ovechkin, I'm going to be there. We're going to be lit. It's going it's to be spectacular. Out. Doesn't matter. They 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 are like you. They sense the opportunity uh-huh. to to see Alexander Ovechkin try to make history. I How guarantee you, is it Capitals he- fan will deliver tonight down at Capital One Arena. It'll be so. It'll be sold out. I agree. Uh, probably it, it'll be sold out. But I, I guess what I was trying to get at was, you know, there might not be the same juice in the building that that there was on Monday night, even though Detroit's not a rival per se, um, because I, I, I wonder, you know, with Christmas being, you know, again, Christmas Eve, Saturday and Sunday, uh, you know, how many people are just like doing kind of different things, whatever. Also, um, you know, again, this team, okay. Now they've been on this stretch 
without a lot of help from mm-hmm. others in terms of all the injured guys that they have. We talked about that yesterday, right? No Oshi, no um, um, Faravari. Uh, of course, we know no Wilson, no Backstrom, no Haglin, no Connor Brown. Uh, Darcy Kemper just came back. You kind of wonder how much, at, at least I wonder, how much juice they're going to have in the tank tonight to fly around, again, considering that they probably didn't get home until 5 in the morning or whatever it was, 4 in the morning, uh, from Ottawa because they had a snowstorm in Ottawa uh, last night. Tough to get out of. I assume they got out of there. I mean, I haven't heard anything uh, that they didn't. But you kind of wonder well, if Canadian there might be that little bit of a letdown. Yeah, I mean, look, I watch Canadian harness racing tracks race in blizzards, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty sure Canadian uh, airports know how to get snow off runways. Sure. And sure. get them out of there. Especially but, for a private. I, I mean, I know a lot of people are not real familiar with, like, Pierre-Luc Dubois, uh, people yeah. like that. But I'm telling you, Capital Fan will deliver tonight. I, I have complete faith in the just under 20,000 that will show up uh, tonight at Capital One Arena. They will um, they, they will deliver. The moment Alexander Ovechkin comes out for warm-ups, they'll be just fine. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. Because they're be... just like you. Yeah, they, sure. they were on pins and needles last night, hoping the Capitals won. but. Uh, didn't want Ovi to score 801 or 802. Well, here's the thing. The I kind of wanted him to score 801 last night to tie the record mm-hmm. or to to tie for second place and to tie Mr. Hockey, but to break it tonight. I didn't want him to score two last night. I was okay, willing to acquiesce. The nice guy in me was willing to say, okay, you know what? If he's going to do anything, hey, score 801, tie the record, nice celebration, nice chance in Ottawa. Like, even though Ottawa is not a premier, preeminent hockey town like Montreal and Toronto is, um, okay, fine. I was willing to give that up, make that exchange, so that he could get the record breaker or the the actual mark where he would be second by himself tonight. Now I need two goals for that to happen. So that's kind of unlikely, but he did have a hat trick a week and a half ago on the road in Chicago. So I can't say it can't happen. I, I, of course, he scored two goals in plenty of games. So it can happen. It's just less likely to happen now that he needs two goals to not only tie the record, but also snap the or not not break the record, but get into this is not Gretzky, but this is second all time. Uh, so it's a clearly significant, uh, but I- I'll take it. I'll take it. It's a chance to witness history. Anybody that's got a ticket, anybody that's going tonight should have a good time. Hopefully the boys aren't absolutely gassed. Uh, Marcus Johansson, by the way, I- Pete, I don't know about you. I I'm- I know we talked about this. I didn't think he, I didn't think he was going to be back here. Um, even though I knew he wouldn't cost much, I, I thought he was kind of disappointing after the trade last year, after an initial surge. And yet they brought him back, right? And he's been a, a key piece. He's worked on the power play. The Jets, no pun intended, for the New York Jets or the Winnipeg Jets who are coming in tonight, the Jets that that dude had on the overtime break-in and just absolutely getting that engine roaring, baby, yeah. to finish it off. Woo! Man. Not only that, the one thing that Alex did get out of last night um, is he is the all-time shots Correct. on goal leader, passing Ray Bork uh, for that Maddie number. Reminded us and I saw, yep. I, I saw, you know, somebody had on Twitter an even better line. It's hard to believe that goalies have made like 
5,400 saves against Alexander right. Ovechkin. Right. But I'm telling you, some of the best saves you've ever seen against Ovi have come in the last two games. I mean, slot shots where – and one one of them last night he didn't get all of, uh, but a couple of other opportunities, man, in the slot and both goalies up to the task where he'd probably have like 806 right now. That's how good he's been in the last couple yeah. of games without scoring. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and But I would also point out that – you know, they're they're doing this. Even the game they lost against Dallas, they outplayed Dallas. They were just shut down by Ottinger, right, uh, who was unbelievable, and they had a bad minute on defense uh, in the third period, early in the third period. That's the only game they've lost in this stretch. I mean, just think about it. In just this week, they beat Toronto, Detroit, who is, you know, don't laugh, they're over five hundred. At Ottawa, who's a little bit of a disappointment this year, but can score with anybody, um, and and we'll see about Winnipeg. I mean, they could finish off a four and zero week here before the holiday break. We'll see, but they're doing again all of this without Ovi scoring a goal in the last week and a half, without Backstrom, without Wilson, without Connor Brown, without Cardinal Haglin, without T.J. Oshie, without Martin Faravari, and without Darcy Kemper until last night. Think about that now. Obviously, you are judged by what you do in the postseason. We all know that. They've got to get past the first round. We all understand that. But this is a pretty freaking incredible stretch of consistency and of depth and getting contributions from everybody. I mean, Sonny Milano has been, uh, I don't want to say terrific. I don't want to be overboard, but he's been a Better than surpri- expected. Absolutely. And again, Johansson last night, a guy I didn't think they were, I didn't even know if they were going to bring him back because there's a free agent and he was, again, a disappointment after the trade, at least in my eyes last year. They bring him back on a short-term deal and he delivers a win. And, and again, turning on the Jets. Um, so good for them, man. Uh, I hope they have something left in the tank uh, tonight. Uh, looking forward to that opportunity. By the way, to your uh, point about Chinatown. yeah, to your point about the weather in Ottawa, uh, Red Wings Senators postponed tonight. Tampa oh, okay. and Buffalo Good. postponed tonight because oh, yeah. the key for both teams getting in. You might have been able to get in, but you might not have been able to get out either. So this thing well, is a do we, snow bomb. We we assume the Capitals got out, right? We yeah, I think anything. we I think we would know by now if they right. didn't. So okay. that's the good sign. Um, Thursday night football last night. Yeah. Don't look now, boys and girls, but with Ryan Tannehill likely out for the rest of the season for Tennessee, don't look now, but the Jacksonville Jaguars, yes, the Jaguars. are 7-8. and eight. They are a half game behind Tennessee, who is 7-7 seven and seven for the AFC South lead right, right. now. And this begs to another, another question. And by the way, Tennessee minus 38 point differential. Yeah. Jacksonville they're plus 22. They've scored 353 points. Right. Nobody else in the south has scored 255. So you want to talk about Doug Peterson making a difference oh, yeah. in Jacksonville. Well, first Tennessee was already compromised even with Ryan Tannehill. We would agree with that, right? Yes. Uh Never mind without him. I, I mean, and what, they've lost now four in a row, is it? Or three in a row? Uh, I think it's three in a row. Maybe it's three in a row. Um, not four in a row. Maybe they're going to lose their fourth in a row uh, this week. But, yeah, you saw it last night, right? I mean, the Jets' defense is really good. And the Jaguars only scored 19 points. Well, the Jets attacked them horizontally, too. They didn't go vertical very much. 
They they went a the, lot the ja- of horizontal the jazz, stuff. The ja- yeah, the Jags yeah, did a oh, lot yeah, of horizontal yeah, yeah. stuff but last night. But that's smart. Yeah. See, this is what I talk about all the time, and I know you talk about it too. Um, again, you saw a – like, this is what the commanders have to do on Saturday to have a chance. Everything's got to be out of the quarterback's hands in two and a quarter seconds. You cannot sit back there and run seven routes and run nine routes and run deep posts and expect to hold up and pass pro. And you look at that game last night. I didn't see the whole game. I was watching the Caps and the Sens, obviously, and then watching the Jets and the Jaguars in between um, and whenever I could on Amazon Prime. But then I saw much of the second half, I guess, is what I would say. And almost every pass, like you said, was lateral to the line of scrimmage. ATN, man. Doug Peterson understood that Jet defense is really good and can get after you and can ruin some things, even if you have Brandon Sheriff on your offensive line, even if you've bolstered your offensive line, even if you might have to take some two- or three-yard gains as opposed to hitting some eight, 15- to 20-yard chunk plays. All of that being said, really smart plan and great execution from Lawrence. I was looking at some analytics this morning, um, and, you know, Lawrence compared to Zach Wilson in terms of success rate. I I mean, it's first of all, Zach Wilson sucks. Uh, He should stop getting after Cougars. He should start worrying about his NFL career at this point. Nine of 18, 92 yards, an interception, benched. Uh, he might not see the field again. I have no idea what the Jets are going to do uh, there, but clearly you cannot go into next year How does with Zach Joe Wilson Douglas as your primary survive quarterback. with the Jets, by the way? <sighs> well, because he's built a really good defense and the 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 support personnel on offense. I don't I don't think is bad around Zach Wilson, but Zach Wilson's bad, right? I mean, it's not like they don't have pieces. Garrett Wilson, I know he had the bad fumble uh, last night. Uh, C.J. Ozuma, um, you know, is pretty good tight end, yeah. or, or at least a, a an above-average tight end. They got Michael uh, Carter involved in the Michael passing Carter, game. Michael Carter, remember, they lost Brees Hall, and he was cranking earlier yeah. this year. Now, who knows what he's going to be like next year when he comes back. They've got a pretty decent offensive line. I know Elijah Vera Tucker's been banged up. Uh, so, I, I, I mean, mean Evan they, Ingram, they keep losing Ma- yeah. Makai Becton. Um, you know, so... I think the Jets have some pieces. I, I absolutely think, Pete, they have pieces to contend. They just, like this team, the commanders that we cover and talk about all the time, they don't have a quarterback. I was going to say, who would you take right now, Zach Wilson or Taylor Heineke? Oh, I'd take Taylor, Taylor Heineke 10,000 times. That doesn't mean Taylor Heineke is a great quarterback, though. That means Taylor Heineke is a serviceable, maybe average to above average quarterback. But Zach Wilson sucks. He stinks. Dax Milne got the best of it. Boy, how about that tandem? Yeah. Right? They're switching off on on on, on girlfriends that they're uh, you Dax know, getting. Dax is not hurting his team uh, where the other guy is. Well, I was going to say, Dax ain't helping his team, but he ain't hurting his team. Uh, Tr- Trevor Lawrence, by the way, with his legs last night. Oh, yeah. 51 on seven carries and a touchdown. And Evan Ingram here of late. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. Kelly picked him up uh, for her fantasy team a couple Atta weeks girl. ago. And, girl. and he's been like... Uh, he, he looked like Helen Winslow the last well, he, couple of he weeks. He stayed healthy, too, yeah, that's for the most point. part. I mean, and he, that and he's was, caught the ball. Yeah, that was part of his problem in New York is that he couldn't stay healthy. I think he was banged up for a couple of games earlier this year, if memory serves. Uh, but and, down and the drop stretch rate, here, he's ha- in the past, his drop rate yep. sometimes uh, expands on him. So, yep. But they're 7-8 and eight and a half game behind Tennessee, who's 7-7 seven and seven now. And by the way, 
you're running you have the you're running the risk right now of two division winners two being below 500 in a 17 game schedule right right what does that say it's a lot of mediocrity yeah I mean I mean Didn't Tom Brady say there was a lot of mediocre football earlier sure. this year I, I mean I think I, I think if we're I think if we're being honest right Jacksonville had maybe more expectations they started off so poorly like Detroit did that it takes you a while and like Washington quite honestly did it takes you a while to dig out of that so maybe the the your end record not that impressive but what you did in the second half of the season is what maybe people should be focusing on in Jacksonville, Detroit, and maybe even in Washington. Right. I want to get into the Trevor Lawrence thing in terms of his mobility, if we can, on the other side. If you don't mind, I just want to ask you a question about that uh, as it relates to Taylor Heineke, because I think that's an area we can explore. All right. That and uh, the Jaguars went at 19-3 last night, 7-8 and eight now and a half game behind Tennessee for the AFC South. Commander's News, and there is Commander's News. We'll talk about that as well between now and noon right here on the Team 980 streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Rocking around the Christmas tree. That's what you're going to be doing this weekend with lots of sports entertainment. And I do mean lots. Football, basketball, you name it. And let's face it, once we get over the euphoria, this is where, this is where I, I, you know, this is where I start to struggle a little bit with Christmas. My kids are 31, 29, and 14. (laughs) The 14-year-old still enjoys, you know, the art of getting up in the morning, you know, for Christmas Day. There's no doubt about that. Is she the same as when she was five, standing at the top of the steps? Can I come down? Can I come down? No, Kelly. We have to wait for Grandma and Pop. So, you know, that... That part of it is maybe not quite the same. Right. But let's face it, for people like us, Chris, once you get over the euphoria of opening gifts in the morning, we go to Grandma and Pop's, open gifts at their house, and, you know, the rest of the day, it's, hey, how many how many different games can I watch? How many different sports can I watch coming up on Sunday? 
Well, it's interesting that you say that because that's the sports diehard in you. And I used to be that way. But now that I'm old and, and, and just worn down uh, and useless, I, I look at it and I say, good Lord, it's too much. Five NBA games, three NFL games. Enough. Give me a break. Give me a day where there's like one thing to watch and then I can watch whatever. Real life. I can listen to Christmas music all day and not be worried about work. You know, because for us, it is work. I mean, it's fun. It's entertainment. It's not the hardest thing in the world to watch an NBA game. You know, and I'm not a big Christmas movie guy. uh, So I'm not even talking about that. But I like to listen to Christmas music. I like to be able to go out and and see light displays all over uh, the neighborhood uh, that I haven't had time to see. So for me... When I see the ESPN lineup, which we, we've seen grow from one game on Christmas Day over, you know, maybe about 10, 12 years ago to three games, now to five games. And then what? We have three NFL, right? It's three NFL games, right? Mm-hmm. On Sunday. You know, it's a lot. It's a, it's, it's a lot to keep track of, a lot to watch, uh, a lot of things that. You know, if your family doesn't love to watch sports, and I'm I'm sort of lucky now that Tyler is into sports, so I it's no longer the problem it used to be. But it, I mean, it was a problem. It used to be like a death match trying to get him to watch sports, and now he's into it. So like last night, he's running around after the Caps game. He's like. Let's have a football party. Let's have a football party. Let's have a football party. And he's like grabbing his drinks uh, and, and, and trying to grab his fries from dinner and telling me to bring the computer up uh, to his room and let's watch football together, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that would have never happened three or four years ago. But my point being is, you know, if you put five – now, again, you don't have to watch everything. I got it. But, you know, you want to keep track of as best you can – I just think they've oversaturated it, right? Oversaturated. Like the NBA shuts down, the NHL shut down. I get like having one game. I get the three game NFL games and the college football, the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving. I think Thanksgiving's a little bit different than Christmas Day, me personally. Even if you don't have little kids, right? Uh, and, and neither one of us do. You know, Tyler obviously still very much enjoys Christmas and the whole you know, presents and Santa thing and whatever. And, and and again, we'll be fine. But when you have little kids, it does make it difficult, right? Or if you have a lot of family coming to your house or going somewhere else, it makes it very difficult to watch all the games. Again, you don't have to watch everything. I just think they've oversaturated it. Well, and uh, not only much. that, but here's what's happened. The NBA by far is the better play this weekend, mm-hmm. okay, on Sunday. Because on Sunday – we get, as you mentioned, we get five games, but we get in those five games, we get Embiid, then we get LeBron versus Luca, we get Giannis versus Tatum, we get Ja versus Curry, we get Booker versus Nikola Jokic uh, in Denver. Those are our five offerings. Right. Um. On on. Uh, on Christmas Day. You mean they're not putting the Wizards on Christmas Day? Losers, 120 to 112 last night to oh. Utah despite 30 from Bradley Beal. Now, oh, okay. on Sunday, we do get Rodgers versus Tua in the first game, okay? The 1 o'clock game is probably the hardest game because people are usually in transit still, still throwing stuff away from, you know, Christmas and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. 
But the two late offerings, I mean, you talk about you you talk about butt bad. We get Denver versus the Rams at four thirty. Mm. Backup quarterbacks there. And then we get Brady at least at Trace McSorley in Arizona at eight twenty. Now uh, it's the NFL, Chris. We're gonna right. watch it. It's the right. NFL. But right. the NBA menu on Sunday pones the oh, NFL no doubt. menu. No doubt. All right, let me ask you this, though. So, now, you didn't have the NBA as competition on Thanksgiving Day, right? But 4.30, Thanksgiving Day, Giants-Cowboys, NFC East Divisional battle. Giants were still good, but people felt maybe starting to reel a little bit uh, going into that game. Cowboys were still really good. Uh, be- this was kind of before. Well, Dak's kind of interception streak started it, I think, in that game. Uh, if memory serves me correct, I know he threw two. But that's a big matchup. That's the Cowboys. That's 4:30 Eastern on Thursday again, opposed by no NBA, and it allegedly, allegedly, supposedly, reportedly. Uh, again, this is not accurate. It drew over 40 million people. Supposedly, said <laughs> 42. Okay. Uh, wh- what the measure. The measuring cup that they used for that said 42 million. Okay, 42. Okay. I couldn't remember the exact numbers, 41, 42, whatever. 42. What do you think Broncos-Rams, dead matchup, as you said, backup quarterbacks, both teams not going to the playoffs, same slot, even opposed by the NBA, what do you think that number is in terms of total viewership? Would you say half? Denver, L.A. is probably going to get you somewhere around 15 tops, in my opinion. I just it, it, I, that's, I that's over the air. That's on number. that's on CBS, so it is over the air. It's available to everybody, right? But I don't see more than 15. What's the NBA game at that time? Is that the Bucks and? Uh, Let's see, 4:30. Is that the Bucks window? That's the 4:30 NFL game. 4:30 NBA game is Milwaukee Boston. Okay. So that's Giannis. So you've got Giannis versus Tatum, big market Boston. You know, both teams pretty good. I got to be honest with you. I would never do this. I'd probably watch. Russell's going to side with the NBA. I'd probably watch the NBA. Come on over. I'll probably watch the NBA over that game. I mean, that is such a dog. That is just a gigantic turd. I mean, that's a gigantic turd of a game. It is a gigantic I mean, turd of a game. That's a that's a Ooh. that's a great description, no doubt about it. I mean, think about that. At the beginning of the year, you're looking at this. If you're CBS, you're going, "Oh, we got Russell Wilson versus Matthew Stafford. This is Denver competing for the AFC West against the defending Super Bowl champions." And right now, we'd rather watch two XFL teams play each other. Give me a little Canadian football instead. How about Chris Strebler playing for the Jets last night? Former Grey Cup champion with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers getting into the game last night, going 10 for 15 for 90 yards for the Jets. He also ran for 54 yards on nine carries. He was moving it on that one long drive, and then they came up short. I think it was uh, a second, fourth down. I think it was fourth and two. He misfired uh, inside the 10-yard line, but I think they had converted a fourth down earlier. Yeah, Strebler, if memory serves me correct Strebler, on that drive. by the way, took over as the second-string quarterback due to injury mm-hmm. and, the, and led his team to the Grey Cup championship. He went to Arizona after that, mm-hmm. um, and now with the Jets, he's just kind of hanging on to rosters. How many uh, quarterbacks do they have? I mean, Joe Flacco, Mike White I know is hurt. 
So did they I, – I mean, they had four quarterbacks on their active roster? Now, I didn't have Al Michaels uh, and Herb Street turned up last night. Why wasn't – why didn't Flacco get a, a shot? Was he I active? Uh, I wonder I, if they had three active. I mean, I would have to double-check. Uh, I can double-check that for you. Uh, I mean, not a big deal, but, I mean, you know, still. Um, yeah, but at the same time – I don't know the answer. If you're a Jet fan, you, you watch the guy with the great hair, probably going to have a head-and-shoulders deal at some point. Um, you know, with the with the luscious locks, those of us that are follically challenged, uh, we see Trevor Lawrence's hair. We all get jealous. Um, but um, so Mike White, I'm sorry, uh, just to jump in here, Mike White was inactive. Okay, Joe Flacco just did not play, so they chose Strebler over Joe Flacco, much like they chose Mike White over Flacco originally when they benched Zach Wilson. Remember well, that? that? That I sort of understand, but. Going to Strevler over Flacco, in my mind, is almost like the Jets conceding and waving the white flag. Right. It almost doesn't season. make sense. Yeah, it almost it, doesn't make sense. It's almost like sense. we're just hoping to get the highest draft pick we can find now. Right. All of a sudden, as they start to collapse in the AFC right. out of the playoff picture. Uh, before we hit the break, you wanted to ask me a question about Trevor Lawrence. Yes. Uh, so you mentioned Trevor Lawrence's running ability last night. We, mm-hmm. I think we all saw it. Do you think, I mean, clearly we know he was a good athlete, very good athlete at Clemson. That's something we've seen. It it should not be shocking to anybody. But when you see that, do you say, ah, why can't Taylor Heineke be given that opportunity? Why don't they let Taylor Heineke do that? Well, I mean, I guess the ultimate question is, is, is he doing it in preservation mode himself? Or has the team given him a directive while, you know, Carson Wentz was not available to be the backup right? Uh, to, to be very selective about when he runs? That's the only thing I can think. Right. I, and, and I think you're right. I, I, I absolutely believe strongly that they told him, and we've talked about this a million times, you've got to protect yourself because this team cannot right. go I mean, to Sam Howell. Well, but here's the thing. Unless, right, by, but, but how about this? What if they and if eventually say somehow, somehow Howell right. got into a game and played well? Yeah, well, and lit I mean, it up. I mean, listen, I mean, you say, think you got quarterback discussion now? Sure, but but Pete, you know, like like people think, oh, Kyle Shanahan genius, and he is. Look, look at what he's done with Brock. He didn't want to go to Brock Purdy. As much as you and Joe Miller love Brock Purdy on the It's College Football podcast, well, you never want to go to your third string quarterback, right? Exactly. By put that, I mean, but that's my point. Jets, is, are, Jets went to a fourth string guy right, last night, right? But my point is, is you don't want to do that. You try and avoid that as as much as you possibly can. So my point being, look, we as, as we've talked about all the time, you are not as protected as you are in the pocket, so on and so forth. We don't need to relitigate this. We all understand the reasons why mobile quarterbacks get banged up more than lesser mobile quarterbacks, if that makes sense. Now, that being said, you need to be able to manipulate in the pocket. My point being is some of that, at least on an RPO, where the quarterback has the right or the ability to rip and pull and run around end, Especially against an aggressive defensive end like Thibodeau last week. They could have done that all night. But like we saw out of Trevor Lawrence last night, kind of against, uh, again, an aggressive defense. Now, Taylor did do it on one third down, on third and one, third and two, and then I think he also did it on third and nine, if memory serves me correct. 
last Sunday night, but he didn't do it enough. So my question is, is again, is it just because Trevor Lawrence is a better athlete? Is it because Doug Peterson's a more progressive mind uh, as opposed to Scott Turner? Or is it because they want Taylor Heineke to develop and operate from the pocket more? Maybe you got an athlete that's more desperate to win right now and prove to the world that he's the number one overall yep. pick. Maybe. I mean, Trevor Lawrence in in his second, I think it was his sophomore year at Clemson. He ran for almost like six hundred yards. Right. So, but I mean, that's the book on him. Look, the mobility. Sure. Look, the Jaguars are playing with a great sense of urgency right, right. now. They sense opportunity. They right. play the Texans and the Titans. If they win those last two games, I'm pretty sure they'd be in. They they are. They, they would they be win in at nine. Out, if they eight. win out, they win the division. So, I mean. Jaguars as a team playing with a great sense of urgency right now. Mm -hmm. That's what Washington has to play with this week against San Francisco. But as I said at the end of Linnell's show, filling in for the great Kevin Sheehan here on the Team 980, I think Washington, I trust their players to play with that sense of urgency this week. Now, will all 53 guys rise to the occasion? That remains to be seen. Or 47, however many end up active off of that list. But... If you, I think the team is going to play with that sense of urgency. And this San Francisco team, despite its great defense, has thrown in clunkers from time to time. Mm -hmm. Okay? Correct. So there's no reason why this can't be a low-scoring 1916 type of game. You put yourself in that position, you at least give yourself a chance to win. But I watched the Jaguars play with a great sense of urgency last night, and I, I think Washington's going to do that this week and surprise mm. us in terms of how competitive they'll be in this game. Because I think a lot of people so. are just chalking this up to San Francisco. But remember, San Francisco is playing with a third string quarterback. 301 230 0980. Red, or I was going to say Redskins news. We, we, hopefully, we, one day we could go back to Redskins, but I don't think it's going to happen. Commander's news, lots of it. And good news, finally, involving one of your players, one of the more popular guys, the leading jersey seller. Yes, sir. He's going to be back on the field. This weekend, how much will he play? We'll discuss next. 301-230-0980. Russell's got to look at what's trending. All right, no goals for Alex Ovechkin last night as we discussed to open up the show this morning. But the Caps do win in overtime on a Marcus Johansson game winner break-in, turned on the Jets and beat the Sens. And now they host the Jets. Ovechkin did set another NHL record, however, with his 6,211th career shot on goal passing. The great Ray Bork has a 12.9% lifetime shooting percentage. Caps back home for the Winnipeg Jets tonight, 7 o'clock, 645 the pregame with John, Ken, and Ben over on 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app. Meanwhile, as we've been just talking about Thursday night football, those Jets losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars and Brandon Sheriff, Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson with an impressive road performance, 19-3. The final score. How about Chase Young? He is back for the Commanders. That finally, according to Ron Rivera, he'll play on a snap count. Benjamin St. Juice has already missed the last three games, and Cameron Curl both listed as questionable 405 tomorrow afternoon at the San Francisco 49ers, and that's what's trending. a jolly happy soul sing along now he was made of coal but the children know that he something came to life one day there must have been some magic in that old 
something hat. That's what I, whenever I get away from Pearl Lives, Matt. Holly Jolly Christmas is my jam. That and Jingle Bells. It's the only ones I know. Love I can't listening. really help you. I mean, I know a lot of the lyrics. I just do not know all of the lyrics. On his head, he began to dance around. By the way, my fellow bald brother, Richmond John, in the uh-huh. building today. Oh! Richmond John is a really From, talented I'm telling you what, dude. though. By the way, you put him and Kynard next to each other, and you think they're the same guy looking at it from about 30 yards away like yeah. I am right now. Instead it's, of the Brothers of Destruction, it's like the Ball Brothers. Dude, it, it's like Afa Sika, the Samoans, man. <laughs> I mean, they are they are literally uh, Ball Brothers. Just like people get Cakes and I, you know, they think Cakes and I are twins, uh, especially when I let my face grow out a little bit. Uh, Kynard and Richmond John could be doppelgangers uh, for each other. And so. especially when you, wear, when you both wear the snow hats inside. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Um, You're wearing the, the Navy Midshipman backwards baseball hat today that's exactly right my friend always wearing navy gear no i I know that but how come you're wearing the baseball hat as opposed to the snow hat well it was 50 degrees when i left my house this morning Ah, so you know i was like i'll take my chances i'm hoping by the time i get home at like 12 45 it's not 18 degrees like it's going down to like 11 tonight yeah yeah so it's gonna be be savage cold out there be careful out there i mean you know the wind makes it a lot worse so if 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 the wind is really strong and i don't know if we're supposed to get a lot of wind i haven't checked that um that's going to make it worse but be careful when you're in intersections obviously because even if it's not snowing as we know with it the bitter cold kind of setting in that's going to all turn to at least slush if not ice or whatever and, uh, you know, then you hit the skids. and. Whew, By the way, did you, you see where on spot track the projection for Taylor Heineke this year is like $19.7 million? For next year, you mean? Yeah. Per year? Yeah. Okay, so I I, I heard that I thought means, I heard it was like $15 million, but maybe I, I didn't actually check it out. But that's like, I mean, that's like. That's like borderline starter money. Well, no, it's not, and that's the problem. You don't think? I, I mean, up, up around twenty million. No, I, I mean, look with some of the roster, of the like that Jets disaster last right, night. Part of the reason why the Commanders went after Carson Wentz is because they looked at twenty-eight million with no future locked-in guarantees beyond twenty twenty-two as being a bargain. For a starter with upside yes. and a starter well, with talent, right. that's true. That so, it was worth the gamble based on this, based on his contract. It was worth the gamble, in my opinion. Right, but uh, but I guess what I'm saying is, 28 million nowadays for a starting quarterback and one with some, and clearly he doesn't have enough elite traits, i.e., arm strength, size, all that experience. 28 million is considered well, well, well below. You know, the average price, if you will, what Green Bay is obviously paying for Aaron Rodgers, what Kansas City is paying for Patrick Mahomes, uh, not necessarily what Tampa is paying for Tom Brady, uh, but that's always been a weird situation. Um, what Russell Wilson is getting in Denver, what Matthew Stafford is getting basically in Los Angeles. Like it's like the going rate is 40 plus million dollars. Right. And think about this think about all the guys you just ran down in particular, okay, in particular. Guys like Wilson, guys like Stafford, guess what? They all stink. They're not even playing. Yeah. Heineke's still playing. Heineke's team's in the playoff race. And it just goes to show you, in this league, week to week, 
You just never freaking know. And guess what? If he somehow goes to San Francisco and wins that game tomorrow, Chris, if he gets them to the playoffs and he wins the game in the playoffs, it's going to be hard to extract that guy from the starting quarterback job here in D.C. It well, really is. What, well, well, here's here, here's a follow-up to that. What if he wants $22 million a year? Are you paying that for him? Is another three team, year, no, three it doesn't year matter deal. what he wants. doesn't matter what he wants. Is another team going to be willing to go to that number? Well, what if you what what if you what if you don't know that? You have to let him hit free agency in order to know that. And even if you then allow that to happen, I believe you if don't you know let. If all, right, all right, I believe if you, I believe he will be honest with them because they resurrected his career. He has no career if it wasn't for them pulling him off the couch right. during COVID. Right. I believe he will be honest with them and tell them, look, I've got this. This is the number I've gotten from one other place. He may not tell them which team. I hope so. I believe he will deal with them, though, directly and honestly. And then it's up to the team to decide whether whether they believe he he is worth that much money to stay on as their starting quarterback. Because guess what? They make the playoffs. They're not going to be in position to pick one of the two or three elite guys up at the no. top. No. But just as we saw with Kenny Pickett this year, you can find your future at 20. You can find, I mean, Tennessee probably thinks Malik Willis is its future. Yeah. They found him second day. Assuming that those guys turn out. Yeah. I mean, and there's some guy. Look, Michael Penix already announced he's going yeah. back. Yeah. Michael Penix is staying in school. He's not yeah. coming out. So that's one less good quarterback that could potentially be out there in the draft. Touchdown at 10. Coming up next, plenty of commander's news involving 99 and the owner. We'll talk about it next right here on the Team 980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.